Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. My new album, White Knuckle Life, as well as my other original records are available for download Load on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Also, consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by Frederick Nietzsche. And those who were seen dancing were thought to be insane by those who could not hear the music. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 30. Last week's gigs wrap up. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Had the YMCA gals out there dancing again. Was a blast. Friday, I played a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Road construction kept me from starting right on time, but the show was very busy and fun. Saturday, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and myself hopped to the Tahoe and made our way to Breezy Point, Minnesota to raise the roof at JJ's Pub. Like usual, it was crazy, busy, and a fun party. Sunday, my therapy dog Copper and I, along with fellow Minnesota musician and future podcast guest Tim Siegler, along with his dog Rosie, did a photo shoot at First Ave in Minneapolis for the 2017 Canine-Inspired Change Calendar. Folks are still gathering around the famous Prince Star. It was pretty neat to see that. Canine-Inspired Change is the therapy dog organization that Copper and I volunteer for. The upcoming fundraiser calendar is going to feature the St. Paul Saints as well as Governor Mark Dayton. We'll let you all know when it comes out. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, May 11th, 2016, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 8 to 10 p.m. Friday, May 13th, 2016, I'll be playing a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Saturday, May 14th, 2016, I'll be playing a solo show at Harbor Bar in Hager City, Wisconsin from 2 to 6 p.m. Guest this week is the popular Minnesota country rock artist, Shaylo Lee. We discuss Lee's Liquor Lounge, songwriting, upcoming recording projects, summer drinks, etc. Enjoy the conversation. Miss Shaylo Lee, welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing rockin' well. It's great to see you. We're it's here at uh, the Bulldog in beautiful Northeast Minneapolis, uh, hanging out here on a kind of a gloomy afternoon, a bit, but summer's coming, so it's okay. 
There's a light at the end of this tunnel. Yes. Yeah, so we were talking about just now that uh, Tom Waits used to live over here, his hangout over here. Is that what you said? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know any details about that, but there have been sightings of him in northeast Minneapolis back really? in the day. And yeah. what was his song? Postcard from a hooker. What is the one? Yeah. The Christmas card. From, yeah. Christmas yeah. card from a hooker from Minneapolis. <laughs> yes. Charlie, I'm pregnant. Living on Ninth Street. Above a dirty bookstore of Euclid Avenue. You should have Ben Kaplan sing that next time you guys he play can. the Narrows. He, he can. He could acapella. Just give him some spoons and stuff, and he probably can do that. Make him do about a half a quart of whiskey, even though he doesn't do that. <laughs> no, he does not do that. Get He's that a good boy nowadays. Going on. Um, so anyway, Shalo, thanks for being on the podcast. Uh, how have you been doing overall? Been doing great. Been busy. That's good. Doing the work. We're both Scani folk. We are. You're from River Falls. I'm from Turtle Lake. We both went to UW Stout. We did. Right? You used to work at the lakeside? I did. Did you ever play any gigs in that area? Yeah, actually, I used to play with a guy named Johnny Stanton. He was a bass player of the Flores Stanton Vaughn Band, Tony Flores and Levi. And uh, we used to play at the Den. Remember the, the Den? The Den? Yeah, with the stuffed animals. Oh, my God. I played a bunch of places in the house parties. The market, log jam. I didn't know they had bands at the Den. Yeah, they had a blues jam every, I think it was every Thursday night or an off night of the week. And I used to sneak in there. I wasn't quite 21. I didn't drink, though, at the time. So they got used to my face, and I'd get up and sit in with them all the time. So they just got used to me. They never did end up carding me, but I, I was definitely not of age at that point. Have you booked any recent shows at the Den? No, <laughs> no. I used to just sit in with them. Oh, my God. I saw on Facebook that you had done a contest down at Lee's Liquor Lounge. Yeah. Which is no longer owned by Louie nowadays. Um, yeah. I haven't been there since. So what's the new changes down there? You know, they knocked out the middle wall and opened up the dance floor, and they kind of fixed the floor, and, you know, they cleaned it up a little bit. But for the most part, they kept it looking like a 1960s VFW, which is fantastic. Yes. Is the Elvis stuff still oh, there? Oh, yeah. Elvis is still in the building. Whatever happened to George Christensen, the old boxer, the the bartender I don't know he's I don't think he's there anymore I haven't seen him when I was I there he's still alive do you remember that old timer yeah, he's the do. bartender yeah I used to get crabby at me when I'd ask for hot water yeah and it would taste like you got it out of the bathroom when he did finally emerge with it <laughs> he was tough I got to know him a little bit he was gonna take me ice fishing one time oh my god I never, I never took him up on it. but Just don't ask him for hot water. It's going to be all right. I know. Anyways, you want to tell us about that contest you were in at Lee's Liquor Lounge? Yeah. Um, actually, uh, my friend Joe Savage that I play with, uh, brilliant pedal steel player, harmonica, and all the things, uh, he suggested I join this competition, and it was a classic country singing competition. And, uh, you know, I... I I would have never thought to do that necessarily because I, I figure I do this for a living and, and stuff. And he said, well, so does everybody else that's in the competition. So uh, he single-handedly got me to sign up for it, and they accepted, um, you know, my application to get into the contest. So um, it was a lot of fun. The house band was ridiculous. It was the Dan Lund band and the Buffalo and Roy Holdren and those guys Very cool. that they're Monday night people. Okay. So it was really neat to be able to play with them. They were the backup band. So basically we would, for each round, we would each pick once, uh, three songs and they would play them one at a time and there'd be three competitors per night. And how many nights did it go? Um, there were three different rounds. So, okay. you know, it started off 
you know, with 27 people and it got down to the final three. And, and you won the whole deal? I won the whole thing. I didn't, Jeepers. I never expected that. It was crowd voting and, you know, being from Wisconsin and stuff, I've never been cool. So it was, it was pretty neat. Wow. To see my fans really came through for me. I never expected any of that to happen because there was no judges. It was all just crowd response crowd response so you'd bring your own people in and they would obviously vote for you but there's also some wild cards in the audience of people that just show up for the competition and they're you know they're the ones you got to win over too so wow um I, I never expected that i i ended up entering it mainly because um i love classic country i was raised on it and you know there's not a lot of call for it anymore so the prospect of being able to sing the songs i grew up on was really cool but I'm trying to raise money for the next record that I'm writing right now. And, okay. And the prize money was pretty pretty good. So Nice. It was uh, the last thing I expected to win the whole thing. Wow. Classic country. You might have to start booking gigs back at the end. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good spot for it. Yeah. What song brought the house down that you sang? Uh, the, you know, the, the last night, what ended up, I ended up doing, I started off with um, Linda Ronstadt and Roy Orbison's version of Blue Bayou. And then I went into um, Jolene, a dolly. And then I yeah. ended up uh, closing up the night with Stand By Your Man. Got to love Nancy some Klein. Tammy Wynette. Oh, Tammy Wynette. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was really cool. I really love all three of those songs. And I felt comfortable. They're at the top of my capability. You know, you've got songs that are easy and songs that are hard. And those are definitely three hard ones to pull oh, off. Oh, yeah. So all three of them, yeah. Challenged myself. It was good. Did you pick the key, or did they go with the original key? Or you know, how did I just that all work out? I just decided to go with the original key for all three of them because they worked for me anyway. So yeah, and I didn't want to make the band reinvent the wheel either, even though they're great and they could probably play it in any key you wanted. But yeah, um, I wanted to try to stay as close to the original version of the song that I could. No. The bar teamed up with Bob FM, um, Bob One Hundred Six, out of Elk River Ramsey area, and they. Uh, I, I love those guys. I've known them all for a long time, and they've been great supporters of my record. And they play me, they play all kinds of my stuff as well as like nine other bands of local music. That's awesome. Which is all really great in rapid rotation as well as Mandatory Merle and the nice. classics. They're really amazing about all of that. So it was neat to to see them and and uh, they didn't have a, a hand in the picking process or anything, but they it was kind of sponsored by Bob and. Did you get to see Merle when he played the State Fair? No, I am so bummed about that. He was pretty good. Yeah. I got to go last second. Got to see him and oh, Chris Christopherson. I thought that was amazing. Um, We're actually doing a show um, at Lee's, a, a Merle tribute show that I'm actually involved in. I'm going to sing a couple songs. That? A whole bunch of people. Um, Hail Country Truckers, uh, Jeff's, Jesse Becker and Maiden Dixie, and a whole bunch of local artists, Javier Trejo. Wow, Me, that um, sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's you know gonna, what song you're doing yet? Or songs? Uh, we're working on that right now. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so the big talk this week is the loss of the Minneapolis King Prince. Yeah. As being from both of us from Wisconsin, do you feel it like everyone else, or do you yeah. get the whole deal? I I do because I mean I've been known to sing multiple genres. I mean obviously I started off in country and I've circled back around, but I've done 
you know, soul and I've done blues and I've done a lot of other things. And I've got a lot of friends that and, and fellow bandmates that have played or were actually actively still playing with Prince and recording wow. there. So I'm feeling it a lot for my friends, too, that, you know, knew him well. And um, obviously, you know, growing up in the 80s and I don't remember a time. I mean, his career was already well, like exploded by the time I even knew what radio was. So I don't remember life without Prince in it. Me either. At all. I mean, by the time I was six, I could sing all the songs off of Purple Rain and, yeah. and stuff. So it was it was a pretty hard loss, I, I think. I agree. I agree. It's surprising. I mean, we, we really do live in a, a great city in terms of the amount of love and the amount of stories and the amount of, I mean, I drove past Paisley. Um, my fiddle player actually lives out there. I drove past there the other day, and I could not believe the amount of artwork. And somebody left a guitar. And I mean, there's so much love happening, and this town really knows how to love. You know, they Absolutely. lit up the bridges that night. I mean, I went out driving around, and everything was lit up. And very I mean, cool. It's cool to see. You know, you, you see things like displays like that, like with 9/11, and you see displays like that where an entire city will band together and just love the crap out of someone or something. It was pretty touching to see how many people were affected by that and how, you know, I love the love. I know you play with a variety of people. What's some of the bands that you perform with right now or uh, right, have performed with in the past? Yeah, I mean, right now I've been playing, I've got my own band, the Shayla Lee Band, and we've been touring in the five-state area, but there's, you know, different breakdowns of that. Um, Larry and I do acoustic shows, and we bring Bettina in for that um, for smaller venues. And I've had this Americana band uh, called Northern Southern going on with uh, aforementioned Joe Savage and Ben Kaplan, Nick Salisbury, Brad McLemore. Um, we've been going for about six, seven years now. And it, you know, started off was at the time I was playing with Mick Sterling and the Irresistibles and it was mostly soul music and I had to get like my, my country fix somehow. <laughs> so we formed this band and it, it turned out to be so easy and the chemistry was so good and everybody was so fun to play with that we just couldn't let it die even when I stopped playing with the Irresistibles and formed another country band I'm still doing both bands because I love them both and they're for different reasons and they're both like equally viable in different ways very cool um, so that that's pretty fun for me but I still do play with Mick we do a lot of theater shows um, he's doing a lot of tributes right now um, he's doing stuff like you know, we just did the Van Morrison tribute show last weekend. We're doing a, a Bob Seger, Bruce Springsteen thing. We're doing um, one called Memphis in the meantime, where we do all the music of Sun Records and stuff like that. And so we're doing mostly theaters with that show. And um, it's been really cool to stay a part of Mick's circle. He's been gracious and kind. And it's, you know, he, when I decided to form my band because I was writing my record, he said, you know, you're the one in this band that's going to do something. Get out of the nest, little bird. Go do it. Go do it. You've got my blessing. You know, and how many band leaders will let a co-singer go to go do their own thing and be gracious about it? So he's always been kind of a big brother, so I'm super happy about that. So it's been fun. I, I'm still playing with all three things. So Nice. So with your country bands, are those primarily original songs you play uh, or kind of a mix? It's a mix. I'm doing both. You know, once the record was out, we started playing the originals, but obviously we were playing before that record was out too. So, I mean, we try to mix it up and try to um, do a little bit of both. Okay. Just depending on the venue. You know, some venues want more original and less cover. Some people don't want originals and they just want cover, you know, for certain yeah. things. So I try to tailor my set list to where we are. 
Are you covering a lot of new country stuff or old country Both. stuff? Both. Both? Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of new stuff. We're doing a lot of Charlie Daniels and some Steve yeah. Earle and stuff like that. Um, some Miranda Lambert. I'm doing some Gretchen Wilson, but also doing like Emmy Lou Harris and Linda Ronstead and stuff. So it's a pretty wide scope of things that we're playing. What's the new modern country songs that we should be covering that everyone knows? The stuff I've been into lately, you know, I was into the Steel Drivers with Chris Stapleton, and now he's got that record, and I can't get enough of that. I mean, I love Jason Isbell, but that's not really stuff that's being played on mainstream country radio. Yeah. So in terms of the main stuff, we're doing some Eli Young band. We're doing some Zach Brown band. Obviously, yeah. I'm doing a little bit of Miranda Lambert and stuff, but, um, you know, we're not really doing a lot of that stuff. We're still you know, covering Charlie Daniels and stuff okay. like that. So, it, I, you know, it just depends on what your voice is like. I, I mean, if you can identify with the song, no matter what genre it is, you should do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm still covering some Springsteen stuff, you know. It's just <laughs> cool. Yeah. So you're talking about uh, Jason Isabel. I've had a variety of folks on the show mention Jason Isabel as a influence. Yeah. Um, who else do you like? Oh, my God. Um I'm a big fan. Or what have you been of, listening to now? I get days yeah, later. I mean, like I said, Chris Stapleton, um, Sturgill Simpson's amazing. I'm really a fan of Casey Musgrave. She's a fantastic songwriter. Um, I really love, I'm, I'm still into people like, you know, Faith Hill and Leanne Womack and Trisha Yearwood and the, the ladies of country that I grew up on, the Judds. Um, you know, I love the Judds. Older ladies like Tammy Wynette that are not with us anymore. You know, so, I mean, I'm a little old school, I guess, and when it comes to... That I'm I'm not really into what's on you know mainstream country radio right now. But when I hear a good song, I love it. You know. Yeah. But for me, it's about melody and writing and and those intangible things. You know. Heck yeah. So I know you played that like Moon Dance country mm -hmm. jam a number of times. I used to do it back in the day. Yeah. What's some? Do you have any funny Moon Dance stories you can share with us? Oh man, you know I don't because generally when we've played Moon Dance, we had to leave almost immediately after to get somewhere else in the tri-state area to play the next day. Um, I have a feeling it's going to happen this year. This Are you playing this year? We are. We're playing twice, actually. And uh, I'm planning on renting an RV for the band so we can camp out and hang. I purposely did not book any other shows that weekend, so we're going to make it a big jam. And What stage is you guys playing on? Uh, this year we're playing the saloon. They kind of alternate. They don't want you to do, like, the regional you know, the, the, or the main stage more than one. You've played the main stage? I did last year, yeah. Wow. We did, we did really well. stick around after that? We had to go. We had a big uh, private thing down in La Crosse the next morning, so we had to get out, which was sad because I would have loved to have hanged. But this year is the 30-year anniversary, and they've got, like, Dirk Bentley and Travis Tritt. And Those are some the, big names. The lineup is going to be really fun. So I'm excited to just hang out and listen to all that music and have a good time. So. Oh, and drink about 5,000 beers. <laughs> it's, it's directly possible that all of us might be doing a little bit of that, especially if we're not driving. Wow. How was it like playing the sta main stage there? It was amazing. The, I mean, the crew was brilliant. They were fast. They were helpful. I mean, they helped us load out of our cars even. We're not used to that kind of treatment. So, I mean, the sound was just incredible. We had a great crowd that came out of the campsites when we started playing. So they came running. We were one of the first acts I think last year on it was like on the Friday or whatever but yeah. it was really really fun we had we had really great response we sold some records and some t-shirts nice. and stuff like that so did that you have neat. any interaction with any of the other headliners no or? no 
they don't really do much of that. And we also, we had to leave right away. And we had to repark our cars and get, you know, make room for other groups to be cycling in and out. Yeah. And load in and stuff, so. So is there any other big shows you've played over your career that stands out you'd like to talk about? You know, last summer, one of my favorite my one of my it was it's weird because it was down in a place called Gaze Mills, Wisconsin, and it was south of Viroqua, like down on the Mississippi, and it was it was beautiful down there, and it was for their Fourth of July festival, and we ended up opening up for Blackhawk, cool, and they were great, and they actually came out of the bus to listen to us. I think I started with a Gretchen Wilson song, and I remember looking over, and the door to the bus bus flew open, and here they come out, and they watched the whole show. And when we got off, they talked to us, and they gave us hugs and stuff. I ended up making friends with those guys, and so did the band. We ended up talking to Henry for a long time, and it, they were so cool. And they put on the most brilliant show. And the promoters uh, for that festival, um, after we played, they did you know, the national anthem, then the fireworks, and then Blackhawk went on. And they actually asked me to do the national anthem a cappella, so I did. And it went really well. Nice. And there were a whole lot of veterans in the crowd. And it was a beautiful night. And fireworks were amazing. And then, the, and then Blackhawk just blew the whole stage apart. I mean, it was, they were so classy. And they were so great. And well, that it, awesome. it, was just, it was just a really good time. It's, it's really the first time that we've opened it up for like a larger act where that act was so gracious to us and treated us, you know, like we deserve to be there and like we were part of them you know most of the time they don't talk to you I mean I can't tell you how many bands I've opened up for on a national level where you know you just never even see them you just open and you get your stuff off the stage as fast as you possibly can and then you leave you know or you go hang out in the crowd but you don't really get to jam or hang with with anybody and so it was really it was really cool to see that yeah like they're clearly over themselves but they're (laughs) But they're so great, and, the, and they were just classy, you know. What's one of their big hits? Goodbye says it all. Just a big red goodbye and lipstick on the wall. Goodbye says it all. That's it. But they also had the Outlaws. Um, it's the same band. so. Really? Yeah. And a lot of times the Outlaws will open up for Blackhawk, and they just change their clothes. They were telling us stories about how this what? works. And, <laughs> it, it, it's amazing. It's the coolest thing ever, and I'm a huge Southern rock fan anyway. Oh, of so it, it was just, it was just neat. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what's some upcoming events or shows or things you have going on that you'd like to share with with the listeners here? Oh man, I've got about 105 shows this year. There's a lot, and they're all gonna be fun. You know. Um, I'm really looking forward to Moondance. That's gonna be a great weekend. Of, of music, um, doing a Springsteen show with Mick Sterling. Um, I get to play the role of Stevie Van Zandt. I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Um, at the Summertime by George in St. Cloud, which is for about ten to 17,000 people. So that's going to be – and I am such a Springsteen fan that it's just going to be stupid. I'm, I'm just stoked about that. What's your favorite Springsteen song? Oh, man. I really love Badlands. Badlands. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I, I, you know, I can't even narrow it down to an album. Like, the whole thing. The, yeah. His whole career. The writing and everything. It's just 
totally. I love it. So you said you're working on a new record. I am. I'm in the writing uh, phases right now. So how many songs you got? Have you started recording yet? Or are you just no, in the writing no, process right now? No, we're still right in the now? writing process. We're, yeah, we're still. We're in the early parts of it, but I've got, you know, most of it is fairly mapped out. And, okay. And beginnings What's, and middles and endings of songs and lyrics are happening and, you know, pieces of everything are starting to come together. So Nice. What's the overall kind of theme of it or... Is it an uplifting record? Is it a dark record? Is it a tearjerker? Just kind of a mix of everything? Is it's, it a summer you, party rock record? Or? No, you know, it's a life record. It, I can only write about what I know about, and I've experienced a lot of life in my short time here so far. And even since the last record, a lot's happened. So um, it's going to be a lot of different themes. It's probably going to rock out a little harder than the last one. Nice. The last one was very much a storytelling record. Um, and my and my live show has definitely grown, and we just do rock out harder than I ever really have. Nice. So um, it's it's gonna be definitely country rock. It's I mean, it's I'm not gonna be afraid to have some soul, and you know I'm not gonna keep it too too dainty this time around. Nice. There's gonna be a little bit of badassery happening. <laughs> badassery. Now that's a good title of the record. Yeah. That's good. Um, so your last record was Hometown Girl? It was. That was in 2014? Uh, yeah, we finished it up in 14. Yeah. Okay. And um, it's, it's just now getting um, promoted. A lot of things happened, and um, all of a sudden we're getting radio airplay on it. And, nice. Um, so I do a, every week I do a thing called Story Behind the Song segment. Yeah. And so thank you for emailing me over the record. Yeah. And so I got to listen to it whenever, and I thought I'd just ask you about the the title track, Hometown Girl. Yeah. Um, what's the story behind that song? Who all played on it and what were you thinking when oh, you wrote man. it? Oh, man. You know, I wrote that song with Owen and the lyrics came really fast and we kind of got kind of got that groove on it. And, um, you know, I wanted to write a song about, you know, there's a lot of people that were wondering what happened to me after I left town, you know, and people don't really get why you live in a car and you run, you know, drive around the country and do what you do. So it was kind of a song to tell people what, what's been happening. But also, you know, um, you know, I have a lot of love for my hometown. Although my, you know, my childhood growing up was great in the home. It wasn't great in school. I got bullied. We were really poor. And, uh, you know, it was kind of one of those, it was a, a song to reach out to the people that have loved and supported me from town all these years and they still do and they still come out when I do play in River Falls and you know to those who didn't think I was going to amount to anything it was kind of a big you know <laughs> a, a big here we are and this is what's happening you know this is where we're at now and everything is just hunky-dory you know so there's a that's why there's a lot of grit to the song but there's also the story to the song so it was, it was kind of the duality of life and everybody has kind of mixed emotions about their hometown. Yeah. People can't wait to get out. People can't wait to go back. And it was kind of trying to capture that duality. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. So who played the cool guitar riff at the beginning? I believe that was Brad McLemore. It's pretty cool guitar lick. Yeah. Like the intro and it goes throughout the song, kind of the main well, lick it's, of the song. Well, it's hard because I had, I had Joe Savage on that. I had... Larry Revere on that, and I had Brad McLemore, and I also had Ken Valdez on that. So there was Who like knows? four. <laughs> there were four guitar players on that song. So I'm not sure which part, but yeah. I thought I heard were. some harmonica on there too. 
Uh, actually, that was a lap guitar. That was like a lap steel that Joe played. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, very, very cool. Yeah. Um, so how can people get a hold of that record? Do you sell them at shows or yep. online, iTunes? Yep, got them on iTunes, CD Baby. Um, I've got them at shows. Um, they're all over. Okay. So how do people get a hold of you if you'd like, they'd like to book you for a show or uh, get a record or something like that? Uh, I've got an email um, contact. Your website. Um, on What's website. What's your website and stuff? Um, it's uh, shaylalee.com, and I've also got shaylaleeband.com that pertains specifically to the band I've been touring around the Midwest okay. with. Um, just because that's the main band that I play with, but I also do all these other satellite shows with Mick and with Northern Southern and the acoustic stuff. So... I kind of have to have two websites for that reason. Okay, last question. So, summertime is coming up. Yeah. And I'm always looking for a new drink for the summer. Ooh. We were talking earlier how Scotty from the Narrows made the best dirty martini I've ever had in my entire life. So, I was trying to replicate that this uh, a couple summers ago. What would be, in your professional opinion, a summer drink I should try for the summer? Ooh, I make a mean mojito. Mojito. I make a mean mojito. I actually grow the mint in my yard. <laughs> and I'm kind of a nerd about that kind of stuff. But I make it so it's not quite so syrupy as you can get it in other places. I make kind of a, it's like a skinny mojito, but it's light and it's fresh. It's good. You heard it here in the Mark Stereo Music Podcast, <laughs> the mean mojito. The mean mojito. Shayla Lee, thank you so much for being on the thank podcast. You, Great to see you. Good luck with everything. Thank and you. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. Your hometown girl's been home Everything right here where I left it Another day, another dollar gone And I left town in such a hurry To go be who I needed to be Oh, time for can't worry What will become me? And this is where the rubber hits the road So many miles left to go If this is where you're In the bar, trying not hell to get some notice with a dream and a beat of a guitar. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm the same girl, same girl that I always was. No miles of travel don't matter, still call this town my home.